Our podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you have not heard about Anchor, it is the easier way to make a podcast. It's free, and they give you great tools and resources. Download the free Anchor app on your phone, or go to anchor.fm to get started. A-N-C-H-O-R. That's Anchor. That's Anchor. Welcome back, everyone. This is part two of the Kobe Bryant episode. In this part two, we are going to talk about Kobe Bryant, the person, and that there are so many achievements that Kobe Bryant did. And you might think, um, you mean basketball, right? But not only just basketball, but outside of the court, Kobe did a lot of achievements. So let's get right into it. In January 26, 2020, we got the devastating news that Kobe Bryant had passed away in a tragic accident. Where were you and how hard did this hit you? Wow. Um, So during that time, um, we were actually uh, displaced from from our home, buddy. I don't know if you remember, but we had a fire in our Mm -hmm. apartment around that time. And that about two days prior, we we had to grab a couple of things that we could grab right away, and we had to check into a to a hotel. We 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 were in a hotel because there was a fire in our apartment, and it was a it was a very stressful and a very difficult time. And I I still remember to this day, um, we were we were eating at Applebee's. We were going out to Applebee's for lunch, and. As I was walking in, your mother told me, oh, my God, babe, Kobe Bryant died. And I remember feeling, I remember feeling upset at her just saying something like that. Like, I thought, you know, how could you even, at at such a stressful time, how could you even say something like that unless you're like a thousand percent sure? So, you know, it was more like, like dismissive and more like upset at that time and of course my initial thought was that's not possible that's just like tmz or one of these crazy news people making up stories so i start to to google it and kind of look through my phone and i start seeing reports slowly creeping in and i'm like wait is this like for real like there's no way out of all the people out of all the humans in this world this can't be real and then um, my friends, you know, the old crew, they, they start putting it on the text messaging. And I'm like, oh, my God, this really can't be real. I mean, they're going to confirm that Kobe was not on board or whatever it is. And then we're at Applebee's and, and every single TV monitor suddenly turned into a, a helicopter that had crashed. And the headline or, or the bulletin basically said Kobe Bryant aboard a helicopter and you know it was just my my heart fell to the floor it was it was tough it it was very tough I couldn't it's like it's like superheroes you know when you watch Mm -hmm. cartoons when you watch you know when you watch these superhero movies superheroes are not supposed to die 
Um, you know, and, and Kobe, obviously, it's not like we were family members or something, but our dog is named Kobe. <laughs> you know, you've heard of, of Kobe your whole life since you were a baby. Um, we have Kobe jerseys. I always, you know, talk about how much I, how much I idolize Kobe. And as we kind of get into the, this part of your of the episode, um, what Kobe did outside the court to me was even more impressive than what he did on the court, and that's saying a lot after the uh, the the very accomplished career that he had in the NBA. But um, as you know, I even I, I wrote a book about it uh, over the uh, over the last year, and and one of the chapters was this exact same experience, just kind of reflecting on how I felt when when I heard that my my favorite sports icon had had passed away yeah and it's crazy it feels like you know it feels like Derek Jeter just died or The Rock just died or all these idols that people you know love basically and when Kobe Bryant passed it was devastating you know it was like saying for me Stephen Curry had died today. And yeah. you just wouldn't believe it, but once you realize it's true, it's just painful. It's really painful. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely that's exactly it. You're absolutely right. It was just not it didn't feel real. And with Kobe, you know, after he retired, and I know we're gonna go through it, but after he retired, Kobe started inspiring me in completely different ways, just in ways that he was able to focus his mind on being a better family man and being a father. And obviously what made this news even worse was that his daughter Gianna was also on board in that mm-hmm. helicopter. Yeah. And, and that hit home, you know, I have a daughter, you, you have a sister and, you know, it just felt not real it, to this day. It still feels like Kobe's gone. Like no way. That's just that's just crazy. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, I didn't love Kobe as much as you did, but it was actually painful for me too, cause I grew up parent. That's the first, that's the first player that I ever heard of. That's the first guy that I ever watched on YouTube. That's the first, that's the first. That's he got me into basketball. I think actually, cause once I knew him, you know. I realize there's other players and I see people talking in the news about this player. I don't know any of them. So I thought I only knew Kobe Bryant and hey, why not give basketball a sport to like watch, you know? And that's how I met my favorite team, my favorite player. And it's really just devastating. Yeah, it, it was, it was surreal, but, but you know what? Um, that being said, you know, that was a tragic day, but it goes to show you, I mean, you know, from 2016 to 2020, Kobe accomplished things that people worked their entire lifetime for. And it was because of that focus that he was able to apply, which he had all 100% of it into basketball. He was able to apply it into other things, including fatherhood. And, and that was, that, that's what was impressive. And today, you know, you and I, I also want to reflect on, on a celebration of Kobe's life and kind of what he accomplished as a person, as a man, as a, as an, as an influential person, an inspiring person outside of what he did with the basketball. So 
So let's talk a little bit about that. Tell, tell me a bit about the uh, accomplishments outside the court. Well, from 2016 through 2020, Kobe had a whole other career. And <laughs> his, this is how he first kind of started it, you know. On March 4th, 2018, Kobe won his first Oscar for his short film, which was called Dear Basketball. Yeah, wow. I mean, first of all, before we got to talk about Dear Basketball, that was a great short film. Yeah. But the man won an Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's directors, producers, actors, actresses that work their whole lives to win an Oscar. And and Kobe applied. Yeah, he didn't just get it, he earned it. Kobe applied that creativity, that hard work, because, you know, Dear Basketball, that was a great short film. Like, it was great. And obviously, I think people probably saw it for the first time after he passed away. But when he did that film, it was like, wow. Like, this explains so much about why Kobe was so obsessed with basketball and what basketball meant to him. And it was a a great film. And he earned an Oscar. I mean... Here's five championship rings, an MVP, a bunch of all-star appearances. Oh, and by the way, here's an Oscar. <laughs> I mean, in that short film, I actually want to talk about it. I think that short film, since, you know, Kobe was trying to teach us what mentality you need to have if you want to be successful. You can't just be lazy around and just sit there and do nothing and just say, I'm going to just make it to the NBA, guys. It's that simple. No, you have to work. You have to work hard, you know? And I think in that film, he taught us how he would dribble every day. He taught us the hard work that he would put in in order to have a very successful basketball career. And I think he also taught us that never let your mind give up on you. Let the body do. Because he gave up. um, Basically, he retired when his body was giving up on him. I bet his mind was giving up on him when he turned the Achilles when he had problems in 03, but he didn't let that stop him from continuing to play. I think when his body was, like, starting to get old and starting to give up on him, like I said, that's when he decided to say, um, I'm leaving basketball, basically. Yeah, and, and you know what's, what's great about that film? I'm glad that that's what you take away from it because it applies to everything. It applies to life. So if, if you want to pass a test, if there's a very important test at school, you can't just show up to the test and expect to pass it. You know, if you want to have a great grade in that class or in that test, you've got to practice. You've got to practice when I, I always tell you this about, you know, getting better at sports and getting better at school. You got to practice when nobody's looking. You got to practice and work on your craft when nobody's paying attention. Because when you're in, in, in the spotlight, when you're in that basketball game and that baseball game, that football game, when you're in that exam, when you're, when you're in that spelling bee, you've been in a couple of spelling bees, um, you know, it's, it now feels natural to you because you've done it so much and you put in the hard work when there was nobody there. So now that you're doing what you're supposed to do and that applies to a career, that applies to sports, it becomes easy because of the hard work and dedication that you put behind it. Yeah, I mean, once again, it's all about hard work. And that just shows a message to everybody, basically. Everybody out there who wants to become 
a baseball player, bas- anything. It's anything is basically possible. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's the Mamba mentality, right? Yeah. So, so the Mamba mentality, that saying, it applies to everything. I mean, I've said, all right, I need Mamba mentality. And I could be hanging up a picture frame. <laughs> and it's just like, I need that level of focus. I could be doing work. I could be handling some some job responsibilities. And Mamba mentality means so much. It's so inspiring. And it's because it just represents a, a certain level of focus, a certain level of dedication and hard work that applies to all parts of our lives. Yeah. Well, before we get on to um, his first book and all that, I want you guys to know my dad got a mate uh, wrote a new book which was called The Dark Days of 2020. And I have a question for you. Did you thought of that idea from Kobe Bryant of just um, writing a book? In a way. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Um I mean obviously his what happened to him in, in early 2020 was definitely a reason why I, I kind of wrote that memoir. It was just a kind of document what I was going through, what I was feeling, and obviously kind of the uh, the the respect I had for Kobe Bryant and how much he had inspired me. Um, so, so, yeah, to a certain extent, not because he wrote books. I think that was obviously so impressive. It was a best-selling book um, all over it, and there's an entire series for it. So that, that on top of being an Oscar-winning producer, it's just crazy. This guy could do whatever he put his mind to. It's like he put his his brain that he had in basketball, he just applied it to a different part of life and he was great at everything. And when I, when I wrote my memoir, um, I dedicated a chapter to, to the Black Mamba because he inspired me and, and the parts where he inspired me the most was in, in the parts outside of the basketball court. It was how he was a father. It's how he was a coach in his daughter's sports in basketball. And it's, it was just his dedication to being the best father in the world. So the same way that he wanted to be the best basketball player in the world, he also strived to be the best father in the world. So that was very inspiring. And so, yeah, to answer your question, it was definitely an inspiration to, uh, to put it together, my manuscript. Yeah, and you even wrote a whole chapter. I mean, writing a whole book is like so much work. I can't, I can't even imagine it at all. I bet I'll give up like at page one, but... Writing a book, man, that's just, like, wow. That shows to you once again that anything is possible, really. If you put the mind to it, if you put the hard work to it, you could, anything's possible, really. Yeah, and, and, and listen, you could accomplish even more and even better than that. I mean, you continue to prove it time and time again, you know, so, so absolutely, you're absolutely right. Anything you put your mind to, you're going to be able to accomplish and you're, and you're going to be great at it. Yeah. Well, on October 23rd, 2018, Kobe Bryant wrote his first book, which was called The Mamba Mentality, How I Play. The first of many. Um, you know, it was interesting. So, so obviously, I, I've seen that book, but the books that, that really interest me is the books that he wrote um, in the um, the series that you have in your library. Mm-hmm. So those books, it's interesting because each book is about like an athlete or a person trying to accomplish something and kind of how they fall down and how they get back up and how they're able to overcome their challenges. And it's almost like an, a hidden message in those books about himself. And again, that creativity that he had 
was just amazing. It was just amazing. And I bet you dedicate that to basically the hard work that you have to put in. And like each story has that one character, since I've read most of them. Each character in that in the story always wanted, always wants to become successful, and I think he wrote that because he's trying to basically tell us, basically another trying to tell us another, you know, like how he was when he was young, the hard work that he wanted, how he how successful he really wanted to be, and I think he tried to show it here with the characters that were in this book. Yeah, and and the good thing is that a lot of those characters are are also females. So what Kobe was 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 going to accomplish in this world was going to be phenomenal, especially for for just equality and for for females in sports. Um, he inspired so many females. Obviously, his daughter was a really good basketball player, and she was still so many years away from like the WNBA or something. But Kobe inspired so many female athletes as well. And I mean, there was a, a tennis player that dedicated her match to Kobe. There was basketball players that are obviously like, you know, dedicating their success to being inspired by Kobe. So in, in those books, he used a lot of female characters as well. And he just showed that everything is possible. Yeah. And actually, I want to give out a fun fact. This is how hard he worked. So Kobe Bryant, right? He wrote 10 books. Five, half of them, which five, five of them were bestsellers books. That's insane. I mean, again, authors <laughs> work their whole lives to get a bestseller. And, and you know what? Kobe took advantage of his platform. Kobe took advantage of his hard work, dedication, you know, the um, connections that he had. He was a very smart businessman. He had a lot of really smart investments that he did financially. And then he also uses creativity with his with his short film, with his books, with what he was doing at the Mamba Academy. He was all in on his life after basketball. And I was even more impressed. I, I followed him on social media. I just wanted to know what was Kobe doing next because he was just full of surprises. Yeah. And before we go, I have one more question to ask you. So Kobe's hard work, I know we, you already said the hard work that you put in as an author, but Kobe's hard work on being a father, a husband, basically everything he does, did that inspire you to put more than 100% in the things that you do? Yeah, and it starts there. It starts with, with being a father and being a family man. I think um, uh, I think what Kobe taught a lot of people, and, and then you had a pandemic on top of that, that kind of forced people to be with their families even more. But Kobe inspired me to be a better father, a better husband. Um, you know, I thought I was already pretty good at both, but I thought you can always be better. You can always be better. You can always improve. You can always do something that that helps your family be in a better situation, help your family be successful. So absolutely. I think um, Kobe, the father was, was so inspiring. I mean, what he did with his daughters um, from a sports perspective, I mean, you see how I try to coach as many of your sports as possible. Um, I can't wait for your little sister to start playing sports. I'm I'm hoping to be, (laughs) that's going to be fun. I'm what I want to coach as many of those as possible as well. And, Kobe's Kobe's passing just goes to tell you that you could be wealthy, you can be rich, you can have all the money in the world, 
But at the end of the day, what matters most is your family. And what matters most is the time that you dedicate to creating special moments with the people that yeah. you love. And, and, and that's, that's definitely one of my biggest takeaways and one of my biggest um, inspirations that I got from Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and I think his um, death taught me how don't take your time with your family, with your friends for granted because you just never know. Like, you always, you know, want to spend every special moment together with, like I said, your friends or your family, and yeah. No, that's awesome, buddy. That's that's awesome. Listen, um, great job putting this episode together. Again, huge shout-out to you. You're doing such a great job with this podcast, and I, I couldn't be more proud of you. So thank you again for having me, and I, I love you, buddy. Great job. Thank yeah, you again. Yeah, thank you. Well- Wait, I also have one more thing to tell you. Uh Guys, get ready, because the next two episodes that are coming up in the podcast is going to be the GOAT debate. Oh, gosh. That's going to be... That could be messy. Yeah, I mean, the ninth (laughs) episode is going to be the kids. So we're going to have special guest Lennox. We're going to have some kids, and like my friends. And then the tenth episode... We're going to have the adults, so it's going to be like a show for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be interesting. So, oh boy, I'm looking forward to those episodes. That's going to be, that's going to get messy. It's going to get crazy, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be fun. Yeah, well, thank you (laughs) for being a special guest today in Hoops R Us, Dad. And I hope you, I hope to have another, you know, have you as a special guest once again. I appreciate it, buddy. Great job. Thank you again.